0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this spooky Halloween edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ooh. Oh, are you scared? You're
1: so spooky. I know.
0: Ooh, it is the Halloween edition.
1: <laughs> nice job, I here. should do
0: this voice all the whole time.
1: No, you should not.
0: I don't know if I'm Dracula or an old Jewish. <laughs> <way. laughs>
1: i not sure either. Old Jewish Dracula.
0: There you go. How are you today? I'm good. Happy Halloween.
1: Thank you so much. Are I'm you going trick or treating tonight? I am. What are you going to dress
0: as? Uh, I'm going as a uh, happy husband.
1: Oh, what a good choice! Yes. All right. So, Land make believe. <laughs> <laughs> stop. All right. So stories today. Um, let's start with. Over in Epcot, the Seas with Nemo and Friends, which used to be the Living Seas a long, long time ago. A long, long time ago. Remember that? Um, Has gotten a few upgrades. They've gotten um, all new carpeting throughout. There's some new signage. And then on the interior of the aquarium, the windows, the lining of the windows has new frames. So Mm -hmm. it just um, looks a little nicer
0: and a lot of the signage is a call back to the old uh original living seas logo
1: well if they changed it back to call, call it the living seas then that would be all better
0: oh if it was living seas it would they'd have to have the hydrolators it would be sea base alpha it would oh, be a whole
1: that was good then it'd be a
0: whole big thing
1: but you know thank goodness for the new carpeting that place always right? like looked and smelled a little musty Although I'm not sure about the carpeting, the pattern. It's supposed to be sort of like a seaweedy bubbles-maybe look, but it kind of looks like people just spilled their coffee all over it.
0: Right. <laughs> and as usual, there is some construction going on in the area, which means what? We don't have scrims in Epcot.
1: We have rolling hedges. We have
0: rolling uh, hedge planters. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in the rolling hedge planter business, you are making your money out of Epcot, uh, so they've got a lot of these out. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the area uh, from the old um, uh, interventions, uh, between interventions and Living Seas, where they're putting the Moana attraction. Of course, it's kind of a logical... Uh, progression from the Moana water-based attraction over to the Living Seas. So there's a lot of construction in that area. They're knocking down a lot of stuff. There's a lot of construction walls, a lot of these movable hedges.
1: Just like everywhere else in UpCut.
0: Just, yeah, just like everywhere else in uh, Disney Springs cot. Yeah. Which is what it kind of reminds me of now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nice. It, it's, you know, it's updated. The signage is nice. The new carpet's nice. I
1: wonder if they updated the carpet on the little um, sort of like seating areas... You know there's the like benches along the, along the aquarium. aquarium yeah, right. that were always like lined in carpeting.
0: That I don't know, but how would you like to be the guy that has to go in and paint that?
1: Yeah, they had underwater people. Is I think tile? it's tile. They had underwater people like tiling around the windows,
0: which that is looks kind like of crazy. A fun job.
1: Yeah, and with people watching you, of
0: course. Right.
1: Uh, let's see. Where do you want to go next? How about over to Galaxy's Edge? Okay. Where we can talk about one of my favorite things. Even though I don't love Galaxy's Edge, I do love food. Yes, you do. Um, they've had a little bit of difficulty with the naming, uh, convention for the food items there. They had gone from very... Uh, Galaxy's edge centric names that didn't necessarily tell a whole lot about what the food item was. That's
0: right. so there were there was the original names when the lands opened. Mm-hmm. And this is Walt Disney World. And then on October 17th everybody showed up and ev- all the names were in uh, standard American English.
1: Well, just very – the names of the items were exactly what they were. So, right. you know, uh, noodles smoked, with shrimp, you know, right. that kind of thing. Your As smoked
0: kadoo ribs were now smoked pork ribs.
1: Right. Um, and so now they have updated things to sort of a happy medium. So they're using what, – what I noticed the most is that they're using the name of the type of meat that it is In the description, which is a big deal. So you know, if it's a beef rib, it says beef rib. If it's a pork rib, it says pork rib. If it's chicken, it says chicken right in there. It doesn't say yip yip, which no one knows what that is. Tip yip, honey. I'm sorry.
0: So what was originally the smoked kado ribs? No one knows what a kado is. Well. I do, but I'm... I'm but I mean, I'm it, it's not a cadu. Right Right. <laughs> so right.
1: it's like kind of false advertising. But Obviously, again, there's no such thing as a cadu. You
0: know what? It's like when Disney calls those turkey legs, turkey legs, when we all know that they're <laughs> emu. You
1: know how expensive that would be?
0: I know. Um, so it went from smoked kadoo ribs to smoked pork ribs, and now the names have been changed once again to smoked cadu pork ribs.
1: Which I think is uh, makes sense.
0: And what used to be the... Uh, fried Andorian tip-yip is now known as Andorian fried chicken tip Yeah.
1: Yeah, you so, gotta put what it is in there and I think that makes sense.
0: Now, to Disney's credit, when they did have the uh, Star Wars names, um, they did have in the description what it was. Now, everybody knows that nobody takes the time to read the description on anything and we're all so impatient. We want to know what it is immediately. So now I see why they put it in.
1: Is it okay if I just slap you a little?
0: Yes. It's so obnoxious. Yes. The
1: thing is, you're standing there, you've got like three kids with you, you're trying to read these menus, you're squinting at them because you can't find your glasses, and you're supposed to be reading all the details of it. Just tell me what it is. Is it chicken? I just want to know. So, yeah, this is better.
0: But what's funny is the desserts are still the oi oi puff and the batu ron, uh, and you can still get mouf juice.
1: That's because no one orders those things anyway. Okay. So it didn't matter. Okay. Alright, and then over at the Magic Kingdom, the Jingle Cruise is coming back for the holidays starting on November 2nd. Um, The Jungle Cruise will switch over to be the Jingle Cruise.
0: Do you like the Jingle Cruise?
1: I don't love the Jungle Cruise. Really? Um, No, I mean, I don't hate it. It's just, you know, if you've done it once or twice, you've done it. So the thing that I liked about the Jingle Cruise was it was just something different.
0: Right, but the the Jungle Cruise... Unlike, say living with the land or Spaceship Earth which has a pre-recorded spiel you know you get the character of your skipper and they don't all use the same jokes you know sure there are some that are common to everyone the backside of water and you know, some of the jokes about losing your head and, and whatnot, but everybody's got their own take on it. As long as you don't get the same Jungle Skipper, like, two boat rides in a row, yeah. you know, there's going to be some differences.
1: Yeah, uh, but the Jingle Cruise is even more differences, so I like it that that shakes things up. Uh, do I prefer it over the regular Jungle Cruise? only because it's different and i've only done the jingle cruise once so okay.
0: um and for those of you who are wondering what the difference is between the jingle cruise and the jungle cruise um it's a seasonal storyline that they started doing back in 2013 they run it from november to january at walt disney world but they no longer do this at disneyland which is kind of fair because they get the haunted mansion nightmare before christmas over and yeah. we don't do that here so this is this is what I'm going to call hours, even though I have no tie to Walt Disney World, um, but the the concept is that the skippers are homesick for the holidays, so they've brought some holiday here, uh, holiday here, holiday cheer to the Jungle Cruise. Uh, both the queue and the boathouse, they have decorations that have been mailed to them from home, plus some that they've created themselves out of various items, uh, and they've added some holiday jokes, if you can call them jokes uh, or bad puns, to the to the ride itself. Ah, uh, the cruise boats are renamed with the holidays in mind, and the radio broadcast that you hear in the queue uh, has a holiday theme to it. So it, it's pretty cool.
1: Very good. Yeah. Um. You know what else is pretty cool? What me? John Stamos. John.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm 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 a heterosexual male. I'm married to a very a very sexy woman. Uh, but John Stamos. There are just there are a few men in this world. John Stamos. <laughs> is like is my buddy. Like he's the guy. Do you I have a man crush? With. It could be considered a man crush. Mm-hmm. But like John Stamos is like so cool. Like his hair gets, you know, when 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 he was in his prime and I was in my prime and we were both single. His <laughs> hair got better dates than I did. <laughs> you know, he's just like he's so Disney. You know, he's worked for so long for ABC and he has such a tie to the Disney brand. Uh, And and I like that he's got the original Disneyland sign in his house. He Mm -hmm. purchases all sorts of Disney collectibles. You, I mean, if you married John Stamos, you would never let him buy that.
1: Well, if he had the house to to have the space to put it in and the cleaning lady to clean it all up, I'd be okay with it.
0: Okay. Um, But the big John Stamos news... Uh, other than the fact that he is not doing the Candlelight Processional this year so as a narrator. Sad. Yes. Uh, that might be because he is busy working on his new dramedy for Disney+. Plus. For those of you who don't know, Disney+, Plus is Disney's oh new streaming service, which will debut on November 12th, which is coming right around the corner. Uh, so it's a new dramedy series called Big Shot. Uh, it's being... Um, Executive produced by Brad Garrett, who I believe was Raymond's big brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. Big, tall Brad Garrett. Um, It will be John Stamos starring as a temperamental college basketball coach who gets fired and has to start over as a teacher and a coach at an elite all-girls private high school. Um, It's a 10-episode series. No word on when it will be available. Um, However, it is set to uh, film shortly.
1: That sounds fun. Yeah.
0: And it's going to be, you know, hopefully it's a. St- what I'm hoping is Disney Plus has enough money that their shows are better than what's on the Disney Channel.
1: Yes, well, because the
0: Disney Channel, God help us, is just <laughs> snippy kids. You know, snippy kids written by typical Hollywood uh, forty-year-old men. 40 men who yeah. are writing snippy things for kids, and I just don't like it because they're all disrespectful of their parents. All right, old man. Let me get off. You kids get off my lawn. <laughs> you kids get off my podcast lawn.
1: Um, and then, oh yeah, so looks like Disney has released a video that we're going to post to our um, Disney Drive Time podcast Facebook page. Um, and it's about the Disney Wonder and some refurbishments and updates that have happened there. We had talked about those previously on the show, but now there's uh, like a video recap that shows all of those updates.
0: Right. Right. So, yeah, we talked about the uh, French Quarter Lounge, which is in the the Promenade Lounge. Uh, The Cove Cafe has been reimagined. And what we didn't talk about was there were some changes to the vibe for the teens, uh, which is their exclusive teens-only club. So, uh, yeah, it's an exciting little video, so we'll post that later.
1: Sounds good. And let's see. They have, there's going to be some new, Pixar's putting out a new way of bringing us uh, content.
0: That's right. We've got uh, another Disney Plus announcement. And I think we've mentioned this before, but we didn't have much information on it. Um, they're going to have a series called Spark Shorts. And it is, so we're all familiar with the Pixar shorts that appear before the Pixar animated releases, uh, which are usually, you know, pretty good, good stories. Well, the spark shorts are a way for new storytellers, new techniques and new production to be introduced. Um, you're not taking the chance of putting it before a feature film, but you're releasing it on Disney plus. So they have released, uh, six new posters and, uh, descriptions for each one of those. There's an official trailer that was released as well. So that will be posted. Um, but like I said, there are six of them. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what this is. If they're as good as the content Pixar has put out in the past, it, it'll be a fun little series to watch.
1: Yeah, I think that looks interesting. I like things that are, you know, short like that, because even if they are terrible, they're, they're
0: quick. Then you really don't waste, you know, you really don't think it's been, like, a waste in time. Yeah, and, you know, it doesn't have to hold your attention
1: for too very long, so it's a little bit easier to get through. I mean,
0: if they're as cute as, remember Bow, the little bun, the yeah. little dumpling? Mm-hmm. That was, that was, or that the was Birds cute. on a
1: Wire one. Birds on a Wire yeah. was good. So, all right. And then let's see. Our last story is about Christmas time. So, we've talked a lot about Christmas time coming to Disney World. Um, but what I didn't realize is that, I mean, I guess I should have, that Universal does a, a holiday feature at their they park do. also. They do. Um, so, that is going to be picking up starting on November 16th. Um, they will take, they will be. Uh, take place, I guess, at the Universal Studios Park as opposed to Islands of Adventure. And the first thing that they're doing is Mannheim Steamroller does concerts on Saturdays and Sundays, and that runs for five weeks beginning on November 16th. So I, I don't know much about it. I'm assuming that there's not like additional fees or anything. Mm. I assume that's just with no. your park admission, but, um, right. but so. That's uh, interesting. And then they also have a parade. Again, I don't know a lot about it, but it's called the Holiday Parade featuring Macy's. That runs nightly through January 6th.
0: So what they are is some of the balloons from the Macy's Parade.
1: Oh, fun. They actually
0: ship them down down south. Okay. Uh, what's exciting up here for those of us in Connecticut is the week before, um, the week before the Thanksgiving Day Parade, uh, Macy's floats, uh, balloons are actually, uh, used and some of the floats are used up at the Stamford, Connecticut Thanksgiving, uh, not Thanksgiving parade. Um, they have a parade, they have a holiday parade just before Thanksgiving and they set the balloons and stuff up. They test them in Stamford and then the following week they go down and blow them up by Central Park and then they use them in the Thanksgiving parade and then they package them up and they send some of them down to Macy's. So it's, okay. it's not the full scale parade, um, but it's a pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good showing.
1: That's
0: fun. Um, additionally, at the parks, um, right now, you know, they've got their Halloween Horror Nights. That it, that runs in Universal Studios through November 2nd. But they are already starting to put Garland and other decorations up at Islands of Adventure. Um, they have a lot of decorations leading up into Seuss Landing and the Trading Company, which is the store at the entrance of Islands of Adventure. And during the holidays, the Islands of Adventure hosts the Grinchmas who the day spectacular um, which is a little play on the uh you know citizens of Whoville mm-hmm. yep um like little Cindy Lou Who uh, they also have um holiday decorn activities tied to the wizarding world of Harry Potter so they've got the projections onto the yeah, Yes so that's like, really cool Their projections are really cool yep. you know they Disney's are good but I think Harry Potter's are Amazing. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's kind of the only nighttime it's, show right. they do, so...
0: And, and the only problem with the Harry Potter stuff is they just don't have... Because of the way they're centered around the lake, there's really no good viewing areas.
1: Well, they're kind of all good viewing areas, but you're just sort of standing in the middle of everything. Right. <laughs> Blocking it gets very, pathways. It gets
0: very packed. A
1: little congested.
0: Um, did you want to talk about SeaWorld at all?
1: I didn't know there was anything at SeaWorld. They Go did. ahead and tell us.
0: So, SeaWorld has... Um, A Sea of Trees, which is a sparkling above-the-water display on the theme park Central Lagoon. So they've already started putting it up. um, And they actually have a Halloween Spooktacular running at SeaWorld right now. Uh, But SeaWorld's Christmas celebrations will run daily from November 23rd through December 31st. Uh, They will have a Christmassy version of their Sesame Street Parade and the Sea Lions High Christmas Pageant. Uh, They also have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer activities, ice skating shows, the Oh, Wondrous Night stage show, and Miracles, a seasonal killer whale show. (laughs) Uh, And then they also celebrate the Three Kings Festival in January.
1: Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice.
0: So, there are holiday uh, opportunities abound if you are down in Florida.
1: What's going on at Gatorland? Do they have like special little uh, Santa hats for the alligators?
0: You know, that's a good question. I'm going to have to check the <laughs> Gatorland calendar of events. Let me check on the My Gatorland Experience app.
1: We don't mean to make fun of Gatorland. We actually, we actually really like, like it.
0: Gator. You know why I like it? I'll tell you, there's two reasons I like Gatorland. Yes. you know what they are?
1: Uh, the wax figures.
0: That both the two wax figure <laughs> machines.
1: Those are the two reasons. So
0: so when I was a kid, uh, we used to go to the zoo in Memphis because my dad was stationed in Millington, Tennessee, and we would go to the Memphis Zoo, and at the time you would put in a, a buck, I, I don't know, 75 cents, I, I don't know how much it was, but they used to make these little wax cast models, uh, figures of whatever, you know, you want a crocodile I guess it's bad because I get it at Gatorland but you want an elephant (laughs) and it would shoot the wax into this little form and it would you know pressurize it and and make you an elephant and then the elephant would Pop down in the drawer and you'd take it out and it would be warm and it would just it would smell like hot candle uh, hot crayons mm-hmm.
1: and <laughs> the I love Everybody loves the hot crayon and
0: it's a it's such a, a cool childhood memory for me. Uh-huh. And then we went to Gatorland a couple years ago because we tried to do. I was at our non Disney. Yeah, it was Florida for a mission I don't
1: think maybe we, we did a day at Disney World possibly, but yeah, we did a but lot. We did in like World
0: with- We did uh, you know shopping in Orlando. I think we stayed at a Disney resort. I we think just, we did. We, we couldn't not stay at Disney, but we did a non Disney park. trip And we went to Gatorland. I was like, okay, Gatorland's kind of cool and there's gators and whatnot. And then I found the wax machine, and I think, you know, maybe it was $5 now, but that made my trip. And and, uh, my treasurer, uh, my CFO, actually let me spend $5 and and get this wax uh, gator, which is uh, down on my desk. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just reminds me of, uh, I guess, essentially, it's my father
1: in oh, your childhood. If, if
0: we did some some editing, this would be where the fancy violin music okay. plays and makes everyone feel sad. But we don't do fancy music. No, we don't do fancy music. No.
1: So, um, what are we at for time?
0: Uh, that's the end of our show.
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm never going to get to talk about visiting Disneyland, no. Disney World as a first-timer. No,
0: but most of the people that listen to the show probably aren't first-timers, but I'm sure we have a couple.
1: Yeah, there's people... Or maybe they're all going to tell their friends, hey, you should listen to this show because they're talking all about first-timers going to Disney World. All right. That's how we're going to get our new listeners. All
0: right. So uh, hopefully everyone has a happy Halloween and you are able to listen to the show on Friday and you're not in a sugar coma. (laughs) So until tomorrow, I am Count Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs)